Buongiorno, buon pomeriggio, and buonasera, Lazio world. Welcome to our instant reaction pod. A little bit of stoppage time post this big, big, big 2-1 victory. Lazio over Napoli. I'm your host, Sean McIntosh, joined, as always, by Caleb Adams. Caleb, how are we feeling? Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm ecstatic. What a win. Holy crap. After yeah. Or start it's like complete opposite feeling 180 well it's um <laughs> you know I, I i've said it it's it seems that this team always likes to wake up for a big match uh, yep. that the odds uh, are probably in our favor more so against the likes of freaking real madrid <laughs> like whatever reason election right um uh, we are continuing that trend. What a way to kick off this Serie A campaign with our first three points of the Let's start off. Give me three words to describe this match. Midfield wins games. Three words and to elaborate on that, it's no coincidence that the, the first game we've seen really our midfield each individually have a good game. We end up winning. It's no coincidence. I thought that Cataldi really stepped up this game. He was much better than he was in the last two. I thought Alberto was doing more of what we normally expect from him, that he wasn't doing as much of, as much of in the last few games. Some of the passes and some of the play and being able to relieve pressure. And Camada as well had a great overall able to contribute with a goal, uh, an incredible goal at that. It was on his weak, um, really awkward angle, but showing what he can do so yeah, that, that that for me was 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 different from this game compared to the last two and the no acquaintances that we won with our midfield improved yeah uh for me it, it was it's back on track and mm-hmm. you know this this was while while we did spend a lot of particularly that first half on on our heels mm-hmm. and and certainly a lot of areas that we need to improve we saw a glimpse and and what we all hope to be really um, what this team looks like moving forward. And you mentioned it, that midfield, so impactful. I mean, it, it starts and ends with that midfield. And yep. we were able to see um, a lot of positives. Now, still a lot of room for improvement. For sure. um, you mentioned Cataldia. I thought, I thought there were a lot of times in the first half where early he, he looked shaky. It looked like a continuation of the first two matches where mm-hmm. – he was sloppy on the ball, a couple really bad turnovers. And I was thinking to myself, uh-oh. Here we go again. <laughs> Here we go again. Yeah. And, and you know, to his credit, he was able to shake that off, as as did the rest of the midfield. Because Kamada first yeah. half was very, very invisible. And, and I was starting to think to myself, because, um, again, very surprised to see him in the starting 11 um, after a couple poor matches. I, I was starting to think to myself, this this is the end of him getting starts um, because we have Guendouzi now, and we'll talk about his debut. Um, so, uh, you know, all, all of them very very bright. Um, let's let's talk about you know where for you you mentioned the midfield. So mm-hmm. let's talk about it. Where where was this match won for us? Was there a particular moment, key? player that that ultimately for you saw us as as the driving force for changing this match i, I will i will say that aside from the midfield right i, I want to just say that 
we we put together a performance that didn't look like preseason. For me, mentality was the game changer. We didn't start off too great. I would say our first 15 minutes, you mentioned Catal. I thought the whole team was kind of kind of bad. We were just disconnected because Alberto wasn't linking up play as he normally does. Every single player was sort of like a little bit shaking those 15 minutes, but we survived it. And instead of just kind of uh, dragging along, trying to stay in the game, we're like, no, no, let's take this game to them. We can do this. And we saw the team gradually grow into the game, never back down, and we're, we're ruthless. We're relentless in their attack. They were brave. And so for me, it was one with the mentality shift. I mean, we saw the last two games, it very much was a preseason sort of mentality. In terms of, maybe that was because of the competition they were against, underestimating them, which is unacceptable. But against a team like Napoli, you're going you're gonna to try and play at that level as well. And so I think the game was won with a different mentality, with more urgency. Yeah, and and the the urgency for me was was obviously key. It, it for me it, it seems like it came alive with with a couple players really pushing and and being physical, and not giving up, and and all of the intangibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it, it's it started with a Felipe Anderson. You mm-hmm. saw him covering space, right? Obviously, we saw what he did. Um, you know, when he's at his best and, and attacking and able to beat a man 1v1 or make a nice pass. But for me, it was about all those things he was doing on the defensive end. I mean, you saw him all the way on the left side of the pitch making tackles. Um, that second goal was a perfect example, too. The second goal we scored, he was just like grinding and just bull rushing. 100%. Absolutely. And for me, that is what gave everybody life, right? You saw Luis Alberto. Yeah. coming in to defend and running. Cheeto was all over the pitch, right? While it wasn't a game where he comes out with a goal or or necessarily is involved um, in like the attacking phase with nice one-twos, but he was all over the pitch. He was running. Yeah. He was per, he was he was getting fouled. He was creating opportunities. He was frustrating Napoli. You saw those players, even at his side, like he for he me was. was was massive. Started off shaky yeah. in the beginning yeah. of a match, but you see why he's trusted. By wanted, Saudi in these I wanted, games. I wanted to give him a quick shout out for sure at some point in this. So I'm glad you brought him up because I, I said in the group chat, I was like, man, he's starting out kind of bad and shaky. After that, he was complete lockdown. Yep. Nothing was getting some on that left side. Great. Great, great performance. So who's who was your man of the match then? Man, this was tough. And tough in a good yeah. way for the you know for the first time this season. It's been tough in the last two games because it's been kind of bad for for most parts. Um, I'll tell you my three candidates. Uh, Felipe, of course, is one of the candidates. Alberto, uh, but I also want to add Provedel. I thought he had a great game as well. He made some crucial saves. Uh, also came out to to receive some of those passes in behind really well. Was able to read those well. Uh, but I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go Felipe this game. I'm gonna have to go Felipe. He contributed to both goals directly. Contributed to both goals. Uh, I thought the way that he found Alberto on that, just just passing right into the legs, was super classy. Uh, was able to, it was a great finish by Alberto too. I also think that the effort that he put in to to keep that play alive, so that Kakamala could put in that goal, was also a big credit to him. And again, like you said, he was all over the place. He was making a shift both offensively and defensively as well. And I saw more of the Felipe we saw from last season. To, uh, I also think it could have very easily gone to Alberto as well. Yeah. So again, second consecutive week where we're on the same page, you know, 
if if I had to give it to if I, if I was evaluating with a small group, it's it's going to be a Philippe Anderson, it's going to be a Luis Alberto, um, and and I do think his side played really really well. You know, uh, an, another match where both Casale and Romagnoli were locked down. Yeah, they were great um, too. Tremendous, tremendous to you know. Obviously, Napoli had had their chances for sure, but you know, I, I'd say Osiman didn't didn't um have a, a ton and that's that comes down to the lockdown effort from our two center backs but for me it's it's unquestionable it's Felipe Anderson because of what he was able to contribute on both sides of the ball and that's why he was so key for us last year mm-hmm. you can deal with a frustrating um performance on the offensive side of the pitch with Felipe you know those those happen with him it's when he is so consistent when he gives you that effort today it allows when, when you have your wingers dropping back and fighting to win balls, it allows a Luis Alberto to be Luis Alberto. It allows yeah. him to roam. It allows him to get the ball on his feet and make brilliant passes and connect. And, and that's when we see that midfield really come to life is when Felipe Anderson particularly is, is running and putting in that yeah. shift um, up and down that wing. So for me, he was absolutely brilliant. You know, we, we've said we've, we've, we've got a spotlight, even in a big match like this, win, lose, or draw. You know, we've got to talk about the players that maybe uh, underperformed. Who is your bidone of the match? Uh, for me, it was Zakanyi, personally. And what, what, did, uh, what didn't he do or, or what did he do that you weren't um, loving? I thought that really it was more so he didn't really do anything that was bad, but he also did didn't stand out. Me was a very sort of static neutral performance from him where I, I do think, you know, maybe some of the other options did have some bigger key moments in the match to not give him that that award. Uh, but for me, Zakanyi was, like I said, he just he was kind of invisible. And, and that's a credit to the team as a whole having a good performance, most individuals having good performances. And I'm not saying he had like awful. I'm just saying out of relative to this match, he was mine personally. Yeah, for me, it was Marusic. Um, you know, I, I thought he had, especially in the first half, an, an absolutely atrocious yeah. first half. Now, I will say late late in the match, he mm-hmm. made a, a potentially um, you know, saving tackle you know, on a, on a nice recovery, particularly when you're talking about the 96th, 97th minute for him to have a little bit of gas, recover in Zielinski, make a tackle from behind, get the ball and not concede a penalty, you know, well done. But I think he he put us in a position where I thought uh, Cabareskela was going to just eat us all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he was allowing too much space for yep. him to operate in. He was jumping forward. He was losing Cabareskela, who, you know, quite nearly punished us on a few opportunities. And, you know, when I thought about what we did last year, in Naples to beat Napoli, you know, what we did so well was, was creating a triangle and, and, and suffocating yeah. Cavada. We were so good at that. And, and I thought, uh, I thought early on we abandoned that uh, yeah. mostly due to, to Marusic lack of discipline. And so for me, you know, it, it was, you know, while Zakani for sure did not have, you know, what, one of his, best matches, especially when you compare it to, you know, the, the great level of attack we saw from Felipe and Luis and even, you know, Cheeto being involved, you know, it was definitely disappointing, but you know, there was no 
big glaring errors. And so for me, yeah. Marusic just, just put us in a position of weakness, especially again, when you saw a, a, side come in and, and, and lock down his side. Now, again, you're going up against Cavadesquelia. So it's, it's, it's tough, but I thought he made it a little bit too easy on him, particularly early in the match. Yeah. For me, like, like Marusic that I was sort of debating as well. Uh, the reason why I didn't go Marusic as the whole triangle we were talking about putting one of the notes that I put for the the wingers that, that they have were getting the ball and even the, even like Zielinski was getting the ball uh, receiving the ball in so much space Cavada received receiving the ball in so much space and Marusic of course like was a part of that it was more of a team error it was more of a faulty of the team itself and the discipline of the team and creating was swarming Cavada where Marusic was isolated. And we know Marusic is not an elite, Marusic is not an elite right back. And so I, I do think that that was a result of the team not helping him enough. That's my, that's the reason why I didn't put, he was struggling those first, especially those like first 30 minutes, he was really bad. I did think he got much better in the second half. I thought Cavada was much quieter in the second half. Eventually getting brought out of the game. Um, but that's the reasons why I didn't have him. But that was also my mind as well. It wasn't yet. Yeah, um, you know, we let's let's talk about uh, you know there was a there was a big shift in the match. You know, we were ahead two one, but you know, I, I think you know obviously we, brilliant goal by Luis to to kick the match off. You know, we immediately yeah. concede less than two minutes after. Mm-hmm. A bit unlucky um, with the deflection, but again, something that Lazio's really struggled with is clearing a ball properly and then there always seems to be a gap between our opposing team on the edge of the box and our midfielders who like to really sink in Um, and so that that punished us today on the goal that we conceded to Zielinski and it almost punished us late in the match as well but um you know we, we were able to to ease into the match a little bit I still think for for a large portion of the match Napoli was the was the better team, mm-hmm. but for me, you know, great, great job. I think, um, I think Sadi has managed his substitutions really well, even in the games that yeah. we've lost. I, I think I, no, you know, it's easy to, to say hindsight and look back, but I, I thought that that all of his substitutions, the first three matches now have been brilliant today. Kamada, obviously great, great job to, to find your first goal. You know, we see what he does at his best when it comes to moving without the ball, finding and being in the right place, which yeah. is which is how a Luis Alberto is going to succeed even more so. But we see Guendouzi come into the match, making his debut. Let's hear it. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, he did what he was brought in to do. I think uh, I think the 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 front office would be very happy with that because he was very much brought in to do exactly what he did today, and that was help progress the ball be a late arriver if he needs to arrive late to score goals, as well as doing a defensive shift and being disciplined on defense and, and doing the hard work there, being a true box-to-box, right? And we saw not only his passing ability today, he has a good passing ability, very technical player, but we saw that he can finish as well. You know, and that's something that uh, Milik like, Savage we, that we're kind of missing, right, that we felt like we missed when him leaving was somebody that can really strike the ball beautifully and kind of size and presence like when Doozy has. And so I thought he came in and did exactly what was expected of him. And and I also want to say real quick, he, it was very telling that Sadi put him in like literally days after arriving in Rome when it comes to Ravella. I think 
we've seen with Sadi is if Sadi sees particular qualities and attribute of a player that he likes or rates, they will play regardless of tactical knowledge. They will play regardless of time with the team. They will play regardless of age. And I think with Ravella on this side of like, Ravella still hasn't gotten a chance side. And that is that coming down to Sadi seeing some sort of red flags in him that he doesn't like, right? Because it's very clear to me that if Sadi likes a player right out the gate, he will play them. Kamada that's a great example. Abduzi so- is a great example. Yeah, so I would say there's there's a there's a big difference here. Um, one is is the fact that you know Guendouzi has been playing with Marseille, so yeah, he's yeah, absolutely yeah. match fit. He's been playing. He's been playing at a high level. You know, he was even training up until the last moments with Marseille. And so for for him, um, a, a player that obviously obviously Sadi trusts um, and mm-hmm. and likes the player, but he's match fit. Rovella, on the other hand, has been injured. So he's coming off of an injury. He hasn't played in matches. He's just not at a level to to be able to throw out there, certainly not against Mm. the likes of Napoli. So, you know, I I, I would read into it that, yeah, he doesn't necessarily trust the player yet, and more so that Rovella is just not match fit. He's still coming off of an injury. So, you know, I I think we've got to wait. But, you know, I, I think the nice thing, about what we're seeing with Sadi, uh, especially when you compare it to last season. And this does go to your point of how much he trusts these players. And we're seeing the level of quality in comparison maybe to some of the players we brought in last season. You know, the the likes of a Luca Romero not getting a ton of playing time. Um, yeah, We're seeing all of our players, all of our new signings coming in. Another match in which Patti comes in late, um, Isaacson comes in late, Obviously, Guendouzi played, Kamanda starts, Pellegrini yeah. comes in, and, and a big opportunity for Pellegrini because uh, this is this is a match in which he came in while we were leading. And so, uh, you know, I, I want to say that almost, you know, every single time that we saw Pellegrini last season and, of course, this season, we see him be subbed in when we're in need of a, a goal, when yeah. we are down. And so, no, obviously, he's a good player from the attacking sense, can whip a ball in. Um, but he he hasn't necessarily been trusted to come in and, and put down a shift and lock people down and help us preserve a lead. And yeah. so, you know, he was only in the match for a few minutes, but was was instrumental, did his part, never was out of position. And then, you know, was was he made a really big block on a corner kick, you know, in the in the 90th something yeah. minute. So, you know, I think for us, it's really, really telling and we should be excited about the signings and the depths the depth that we have um, for us. I, I think that for me, you know, let's, let's talk about the biggest positives, mm-hmm. you know, obviously this kickstart. So this is an easy one, right? We, we typically, you know, the first two that we did, we had to, had to pull out positives <laughs> out of really frustrating matches. You know, let's, yeah. let's talk about for me, the positives here are that um, of course it's three points. It's three points against a Napoli side who, you know, let's, let's, throw it out there and say they're, they're going to make top four, right? They're going to figure in top four. So it's stealing three points from a team that, you know, we, we need to take three points from mm-hmm. kickstarts everything. But for me, it goes back to what I, I said at the very beginning, this was a glimpse. The positives is that we really got to see a glimpse of what we could be at our best. And yeah. we saw it with both Kamada in the lineup 
We yeah. saw it with Guendouzi. We've got Champions League fixtures coming up in a couple weeks. So we're going to have to rotate. Yeah. And and we still weren't at our best. Yeah. Right? We still weren't. There were still so many things that just didn't go our way. You know, and and you know, we haven't even brought up because I hate talking about refs, but we wanted to talk about some calls that, you know, oh again, Guendouzi, almost the, you know, I'd, I'd say the on mere, on mere um, performance on the pitch and what he did, an absolutely flawless, incredible debut. But <laughs> what a spoiler. The ref's playing oh, spoiler yeah, to a debut on which he makes a beautiful, beautiful pass to Zakanyi for what should have been his, his first Serie yeah, assist. Mm. Offside, Bummer one-ups himself with just a, a beautiful, beautiful ball. Again, displaying what he can do, um, you know, from a scoring sense, only to be ruled offside by a player that was n- not necessarily in the in the play. So very hard, hard done uh, on a debut, but we were able to see, and that's when we were at our best. We were really, really pushing Napoli. So, you know, for me, again, that glimpse, that that's the biggest takeaway for me. And if we can carry some momentum, Go into our international break, rest up, maybe get Rovella uh, ready for a big match against Juve. Uh, what was your biggest takeaway? She bounced off of what you just said prior to, to your positive. And I think that it sort of plays a part into the glimpse, right? And, and that is that my biggest takeaway was Sadi trusting the new signing. It was a big takeaway because we, you know, you, you particularly were talking earlier about. Hey, is Kamala going to play this game? Is is Sadi going to re- revert back to this scene of this game? But no, Kamala comes out, starting sure enough, Kamala rewards his coach and the his coach and tell him uh, and scored a goal for him. So for me, I, I think compared to last season, Sadi had a very select group of people he trusted, and very rarely did he revert from that. Very rarely did we see switches in the lineup, and and as a team that's in Champions League play. We, we just double and what we did last season of starting the same 11 game in and game out. out. And so seeing that Saudi trust the signings and seeing much approves of the signings and in, in, in the picking of these signings and trust them uh, in, a get, in a big game, especially like one thing to throw Kamada out there against uh, Lecce or Genoa, but it's another thing to say, nah, I'm going to keep you in for now. So, you know, it's a massive, massive game for Kamada and, and sort of, um, the whole team as well, throwing Guendouzi. So the takeaway is that this inc- we're seeing the increased competition within the side, and Sadi actually has some maces this year, right? And particularly in midfield. And so that for me was the biggest takeaway was that the new signings, there's trust there. They will not get wasted, and and uh, hopefully we'll see to see that that growing from this glimpses that we saw today. We'll continue to see them grow uh, throughout the season. Yeah, and again, big international break. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and on the news of international break, Spalletti having his first call-ups, uh, which has been a nice change of pace to what we've seen from Mancini, because mm. our very own Romagnoli and Casale, yep. both earning call-ups that should fixture in some of these matches. Yep. Of course, Ciro Immobile getting the call-up, Provedel getting the call-up. So heavy dose of Lazio players um, hopefully we'll be seeing some time against, um, you know, their, their opponents, but, you know, let's hope not too much time while I love seeing our players, you know, play for their national team 
we've we've got a big match against Juventus in uh, J Stadium. So yeah, you know we we've got to follow this up, and, and this team has obviously always lacked for consistency. And and let's just hope that you know this is this is the start, the kickstart for this campaign because um, you know what w- how we played was was obviously a, a sign, hopefully of of what we can do. So. Caleb, always good. It's fine. Finally, um, nice to do one of these nice. following a, a big three points. Yeah. Uh, as always, uh, sempre forza Lazio.